What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos held their final OTA practice. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, wide receiver Cortland Sutton, and more coming up. This week marked the final week of OTA practices for the Broncos as they look ahead to the team's mandatory minicamp next week. Head coach Sean Payton said next week practices will be similar to the past few weeks, except a little bit longer. And head coach Sean Payton believes this team has had a lot of progress this offseason. There's been a lot of progress with their strength and conditioning and a lot of progress relative to what we're putting in. And then just emphasizing, um, you know, how easy it is to slide backwards. If you're all of us know if, if we get you know, in a training routine or a diet, you know, it, it, and so it, the, the significance of this continuing, but in a more organic way with those guys being at home, uh, and, and I, the break is healthy for the coaches as well. Everyone knows when we come back, you know, it's, it's like getting on an aircraft carrier for six months. Last week, we heard Justin Simmons talk about how educational Sean Payton's practices are. In this offseason, throughout these OTA practices, Coach Payton has put a big emphasis on different end-of-game and end-of-half situations and getting specific with the details. There's a board where there's 43 things that are unique, end-of-game, end-of-half, um, sometimes middle-of-the-game situations that... They may come up once every four weeks, maybe once every two years. And so we begin teaching those and not just to those involved, like in a perfect world, the whole bench is going to know what to expect at the end of a game in a certain situation. So um, we spent all of the walkthrough, you, you guys saw it on about eight different situations um training camp each day we'll take two we'll review um they have to know those cold and they have to know what we're thinking so that when they come up we can execute and if you don't address one because it it doesn't come up until every two years then you're going to be faced with it and no one's going to know what to do so um it's really just trying to get really specific with the details of, of certain game game situations that, that actually happen. We have video of it and we have statistics of it. And then, you know, what's the what's the strategy when it happens? Both wide receiver Cortland Sutton and inside linebacker Josie Jewell spoke on that level of detail. Coach Payton being a, being a guy that has been very firm on his emphasis on the attention to detail, whether it's pre-snap penalties, whether it's, you know, guys staying back when we're running plays, you know, um, everything to him is, is, is very intricate. You know, it's, there's, there's a reason, a rhyme and a reason to everything that he's doing. And um, for us to be working on situational football as in-depth as we are in OTAs is amazing. You know, it shows, it shows us that, you know, he understands and knows, you know, what to expect when we get into these games. There aren't any, there, there's going to be no waiver. There's going to be no question marks. Everyone understands that, you know, he knows what he knows what he's doing. Um, we're all going to be on the same page, and we're going to go out there and execute. This is definitely um, very detailed, very specific to things, um, which is great because I mean, you think about the NFL games; they all come down to a one-score game usually, um, and a lot of it come down to two minutes. So, that's a huge um, priority for us, um, ending the game on you know on the right note. 
um, and the specific situation of whether you're down three, up three, down six, stuff like that. Thursday was the first time the media spoke with Cortland Sutton since those offseason trade rumors arose a few months ago. Sutton spoke on them and discussed how happy he is to be here in Denver. It's flattering to, you know, that other teams, you know, see me as a guy that can, you know, come in and, and be a guy for them. Um, you know, I, I love that, you know, I'm here. This is where ultimately you guys know that I want to be at. Um, this is home, been able to come here and, you know, continue to build, um, you know, the things that we that we're aspiring to get to. You know, Coach Coach Payton coming in, bringing the bringing the coaches in that he's brought in, bringing the guys in he's brought in, and you know, everybody's you know bought in and and you know ready to take this thing to the next level. There's been a lot of change this off season, but I think it's safe to say that the offensive line room has seen the most of it. Head coach Sean Payton referred to that room as an episode on the show Home Makeover. Tackle Garrett Bowles talked to the media this week and discussed this new offensive line and how they're already gelling. I'm going to be honest, this is the closest group I've been around because everyone's a dog, everyone's hungry, everyone wants to win. Um, you know, and speak myself, I've been here for the past seven years, and so I want to win, and that's it's all about winning. Um, we brought two dudes in that want to win. It's, it's about football, family, um, picking each other up. Um, the O-line, you know, sets the tone, and that's just what it is. So when we set the tone, the rest of the team will follow. And last but not least, looking at this defense, Jewel talked about defensive coordinator Vance Joseph's scheme and how it's been working with him. Straightforward dude. Um, you know, he's going to tell you exactly how he feels, and that's how I felt about the last couple of DCs too. Um, but uh, very communicative about stuff. Um, likes to get it out there. If you have questions, he loves to answer them and loves to talk about that. So I feel like everybody has a good connection with him. A uh, very personal guy. You can talk to him easy. Um, and that's the best part about it. Joining me now here inside the Broncos podcast studio is fellow Broncos team reporter, Phil Milani. Phil, OTAs are in the books. Yeah. Last practice on Thursday. Went by very quickly, it I feel like this year. Yeah. yeah, it really yeah. did. But, you know, mandatory minicamp is next week. We'll have yes. three more practices as well. And coach said it's going to be pretty similar to OTA practices, just maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. And yeah. he also kind of just talked overall that he felt like the team made a, a lot of headway yeah. with strength and conditioning. He hopes that the guys, when they break next week, will continue to maintain that. And then uh, that way they can come back and be ready to go for training camp. Definitely. Yeah. Phil on Thursday, there was a lot of talk around, you know, situational football and, you know, how coach has really put a big emphasis on, you know, different end of game, end of half uh, situations during these OTA practices. You know, we heard from Cortland Sutton about it, Josie Jewell, Garrett Bowles. What were your kind of, I guess, main takeaway? From well, that? and we heard from Justin Simmons last week, yeah. and he said that, uh, you know, Sean Payton, the way he is out there, mm -hmm. it, he described it as educational. Right. And so we know that he's really focused on details and mm -hmm. uh, wants to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Everyone understands and, what's happening and yeah, why it's happening. Exactly. Yeah. And then today he was talking about, hey, we got to go over situations where mm -hmm. at the end of the game, uh, maybe it'll pop up once every four weeks. Right. Maybe it'll pop up once every couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. But we got to be on the same gotta page about it. We got to be ready for this. And and even Josie Jewell said, look, a lot of games in the NFL come down to one possession. Mm -hmm. It comes to down to executing at the end of the game. And think about just even last year with the Broncos. They lost two games by one point each. Right. And then they lost a few games in overtime. Like um, 
these games are tight. And mm-hmm. so one little screw up here or there can be the difference between a win or a loss. So uh, this time of year, uh, it's a mental type of thing. You know, these practices, they're not very physical. Mm-hmm. So they're going over every little sort of detail here. And that includes end of game stuff, you know, uh, Hail Marys, you know, how, how do you handle that as a defense? How, how do you try to execute as an offense? You know, you got to go over these things. And even uh, uh, Coach Payton, he was saying, look, it's the guys on the field that need to know what they're doing, but right. ideally everybody Everyone. on the bench will know what's going on. Right. And uh, we saw them spend a lot of time doing that today in practice. Yeah. Great to start that so early in the year. Mm-hmm. And I know Corlin Sutton, he said that he, he thinks they're alerting up to 75 different situations. Yeah. Or something like uh, that. Somebody said 42, I think today, yeah. 43. And then, uh, and then he, yeah, he said overall it's more than 70. So yeah, yeah there's, a lot of, there's a lot of, when you think about a game of football though, there's like so many weird situations That's that true. come up. You're like, do we have a timeout? No timeout. Do we need a field goal? Do we need a touchdown? Right. You know, mm-hmm. what's the situation? Where are we on the field? You know, there's just so That's many true. Things you got to know. Hey, if I get down and we're trying to bring special teams out, hand the ball to the referee. Don't throw it to them. Don't just put the ball down. All these kind of things you got to go over in order to execute crisply Mm -hmm. when you're in the moment. And you don't want your nerves to get the best of you or anything like that. You got to know exactly what you're doing. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it was great to hear from Cortland Sutton, too. Yeah. We haven't heard from him this offseason, especially since, you know, all of those trade rumors sparked. You know, of course, he was asked about that in his press conference yeah. today. I liked what he said, though. You know, yeah. of course, everyone wants to be wanted, but he's so happy that he's here at home. Yes. Uh, he said, yeah, that he thought it was nice that, yeah. you know, uh, other teams felt like he could add. Yeah, yeah, he could add something to their rosters, but he was happy to be back here. Mm-hmm. I think, though, personally, I would imagine it's got to be tough when your name's out there, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And then you're not talking really to your agent, what's hey, what's going on? Or do they not want me or, you know, right. what's going on? So hopefully that stuff is in the past for him. And now he's able to just focus on football. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think though, when you look at it and he was asked about it too, right. there's a lot of depth in that wide receiver room. A lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of talent. I mean, uh, Sean Payne was asked about Jerry Judy today and Mm -hmm. how explosive he is, is what he was talking about. So there's a lot of guys in that room, especially with Tim Patrick coming back from injury. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Broncos do there just uh, after after training camp and and the preseason. There's a lot of talent there. And we know what Corlin Sun's capable of. You know, when he's healthy. Uh, A few years ago, uh, 2019, he Mm -hmm. had that big season. season. And you were like, wow, this guy is going to be a star in this league. Unfortunately, he gets injured. And the last two years, I know he hasn't played as well as he wants to. Mm -hmm. So um, hopefully, you know, with a new coaching staff in here and this offense uh, can play a little bit better and, uh, and that'll help Corlin Sutton too. So um, I think we all really like Corlin Sutton, the guy too. So uh, we get, you get to know these guys and their personalities Mm -hmm. and um, you know, we just want the best for Corlin Sutton, I think, but uh, it is going to be interesting to see what they do in that room. You know, you keep, five, six, you know, maybe, maybe another returner or something. I don't, you know, but Mims kind of does it. It's just going to be really interesting to see what they do. You it know? will be. And competition's good. Competition's yes. healthy. Get yeah, the best out of everyone. said that, you know, competition yeah. brings the best out of everybody, but, uh, you know, that room was already really loaded and then they used their first draft pick on, uh, Marvin Mims Jr. Right. So, you know, you know, that's going to be definitely something to watch during training camp. For sure. Well, Phil, you know, seems that Garrett Bowles is doing really well too. You know, we yeah. heard from him 
this week for the first time in a while, you know, especially since he broke his leg last season. Yeah. He says he's feeling good, you know, kind of that look good, feel good type of mindset. That's what he said, yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yes. Uh, because Garrett Bowles, like, he had been so durable his right. entire career. Then he breaks, breaks his, leg his leg last ah. year, so you're like, okay, how are you going to handle this? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's a long rehab process. Right. Missed the, I think he only played in five games last year or something like that. So, yeah, I think it was the Colts game, so um, week, week yeah. five, yeah. So um, good to hear from him. Good mm -hmm. to know that he uh, attacked that rehab the way he did. And he was asked about, hey, what do you think about the offensive line and where right. the, you know, Mike McGlinchey coming in, Ben mm -hmm. Powers, and he said he's really super excited about that. So um, Seems we'll like the see. chemistry there is already yeah. Working, and already the last few years, you know, he played again right next to Dalton Reisner. So now right. he's going to be playing next to Ben Powers. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's going to be an adjustment there. And uh, hopefully they're working on that chemistry and they'll get that all that stuff uh, put together. And uh, he said he was excited about the offensive line. And uh, we'll see. You know, we know Garibald is another guy where, you know, that 2020, he was second team all pro. Yeah. Uh, he was able to kind of have his game all come together. And then uh, last Last couple of years, not quite yeah. the same version of him. And it's true. he's um, been injured. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he had times. the injury last year yeah. and then the year before that, it wasn't quite as good as 2020. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he can give regain that because, you know, when he's on his game, he's really good. He's good. So, yeah. uh, you know, the holding penalties had sort of plagued him all the way up until that 2020 season. He cleaned that up and then boom, he's really good. So, um, hoping to see that. Garrett. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's hard. I think, in the NFL, when your position coach changes a lot, yeah. you know what I mean? Definitely. So he's been going through that too. So, sure. uh, you know, he's got a new position coach coming in now, a guy who played in the league for a long time. So, um, yeah, hopefully it all it all comes back and he can regain that form. And uh, Garibald is another guy that we've gotten to know over the years. Oh, and yeah. You hope that uh, he does well as well. Of course. Well, it seems like this offseason, you know, the main theme has really just been resetting and kind of forgetting what's happened really the past couple of years, but mm -hmm. last season specifically, I think that's going to be really good for this team. To yeah, just it does feel like that. You know, yeah. when uh, we were out of practice today, I am, I was thinking like, gosh, last year at this time, there was so much excitement around Russell Wilson being mm -hmm. out there and being like, Hey, Russ is in, in orange and blue and he's out of practice. And like right. this offense is going to be so good. And that, that was sort of the vibe. Now this year, like, you don't even notice that Russell Wilson's out there. Like he's just like part of the team, you know? Right. And um, I think the buzz this year has been about Sean Payton coming in and um, you know, the culture standard change. and the culture yep. change that he brings. And uh, part of that is sort of adjusting your mind frame and understanding what the off season is about. You know, right. it's not really about building up all this hype for the regular season. Right. It's about just putting in the work, mm -hmm. going about your business, trying to get better. And, the other thing that Sean Payton brings is like um, there haven't been that many questions about like, oh, how are you installing the playbook? Or like, how are these guys picking these things up? Or like, right. whereas in the past, there's always like, oh, how's the offense coming along? And uh -huh. you got like last year, like I remember Tim Patrick was talking about how complicated it was and how they were bringing stuff with what uh, Nathaniel Hackett did in Green Bay and what they were doing with mm -hmm. Russell Wilson and Mergent. There just hasn't been that sort of narrative, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that some of that just comes with the experience that Sean Payton brings. Definitely. And there's not like... Oh, how are you doing this? How are you in? There's not so much, like so much questioning the methodology, you know, it's like, you just know that he's doing things the right way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so 
I guys think are that, buying into it. Yeah, and yeah. that too. So like uh, just the whole sort of mindset has been changed, the right. framework and like how you are viewing this team. It's not so much like, gosh, I can't wait till week one. Yeah. We're, we're so excited and there's so much hype. It's more of just there's a process here to get ready and right uh, now, you're just going, kind of going through that, you know, and it's right. not it's not so much hypey. Definitely. And yeah. That, that's a great way to end the off season. Yeah. You know, yeah, here exactly. before they leave for summer break and, you know, training camps right there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And there's just such a, you know, the attention to detail we mm -hmm. talked about and just everything just feels a lot more, Hey, let's, let's grind. Let's work here. It does. And then, uh, and then once it comes time to play, then we'll be excited about that. But right now it's not, I'm mm -hmm. I, like, I haven't even thought about the start of the season. It's yeah. just sort of like, What's going on during OTA? Yeah. You know, Living so in kind the of a, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's a good that's way. How it, how it that's a good be. way to put it. Yeah, exactly. So that's just sort of what it feels like. Yeah, I agree. Well, a lot to look forward to. Still, we have mandatory yeah, mini camp mandatory next mini -camp. week. Yes, we'll be right back here in studio for that as well, Phil. Yeah, yeah. it's a, a good time to just kind of uh, see more of this team and uh, and that's what true. you know because we've only been out there one day a week. Right. That'll change it's next week during a mini camp. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we'll get a better idea of what what they've been working on. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, yeah. appreciate your, your time, Phil. Thanks for hopping on the show. Thanks for having me in studio. Always a pleasure, Sid. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube next week for Mandatory Minicamp.